Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. All right, guys, welcome back. State of emergency edition. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, haven't really had a live episode since this uh, corona situation okay. went full-blown. Um, obviously, if you've been watching the podcast, you know that we have a lot of episodes that we've taped before and never put out. Yeah. Um, but, but we decided that, um, you know, instead of just keep putting those episodes out. We got a really a couple of really good ones still in the in the vault. We wanted to kind of just talk about some some current topics. Yeah, the world has changed since we last did yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot going on in the world right now and our job is to try to help people out, try to educate people and try to, you know, bring um awareness to different things. So yeah, and we appreciate that the people are looking for us to do that, man, cuz that is super encouraging in these times. So we're going to deliver on that for sure. Yeah, so we're going to talk about a few different uh topics in business right now that's um trending and really relevant to everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, well, first up to bat, we're going to talk about video conferencing. Yeah, it's huge right now. That that seems to be the way that everyone is communicating due to social distancing. Um, there's tons of platforms. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. That's yeah. actually where we left off, really. Yeah, we talked about Zoom um, a while ago. Yeah. We spoke, well, the crazy thing is that you know, like, if you're in business, you, you're not new to Zoom. Like, you've been using right. Zoom for a long time. I've been using Zoom for years. Um, I was actually surprised that not a lot of people knew what Zoom was until recently. But uh, we spoke about Zoom on the podcast, I think, a few weeks ago. Yep. We were, th- uh, we were actually talking about how if this was going to happen, if social distancing was going to happen, we would see video conferencing be the thing. And that was a, a stock that we st- spoke about. And now we're back at it. Yeah. So if anybody's not familiar, Zoom is a video conferencing um, application that allows you to video conference. It's like FaceTime, but it also allows to do like... I think up to like a thousand people yeah. is the max, something like that. Um, and then it has like different levels that you can pay for, different features, and it's real big in the business world. Mm-hmm. And now it's real big in the world, period, because you got all kinds of different things where everybody with social distancing has to communicate with each other by not physically being there. So Zoom is really taking off. So how this is relevant to everybody's lives is because now everybody's on Zoom whether it's through distance learning with your children or yourself, mm-hmm. whether it's through your job, right? <laughs> right. Whether it's through communicating with relatives, with friends. friends, family, like... Virtual happy hours. Th- the user amount went from 10 million to 100 million? They went from 10 million to 200 million in two months. 10 million to 200 million in two months. The stock price went from $64, $62 in December to it reached its peak at 
$164 in March. So just in a few months, it increased 164%. When everything else was falling, Zoom yeah. was rising. We started getting text messages about that. Yo, thanks. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> it, went up, it, went up, it went up 164%. And um, so it's crazy. So now it's like, we talk about it all the time as far as how you got to stay up to date as far as the world because everything changes so rapidly. But now we actually like get to witness it. We actually get to witness the world literally changing in 14 days. Yeah, we're like living in it yeah. as, as it's evolving. It's kind of crazy to be a part of because everybody says like, yo, we never thought we'd be here, but we're here. And now it's like, well, three or four weeks now that we're into it. So getting adjusted to it is, is a thing. And then now trying to survive in it is another. Yeah, so let's talk about Zoom. We're gonna talk about a few different things with video yeah. conferencing, but let's talk about Zoom. So as I said, I mean, everybody should be aware of Zoom. We use Zoom yeah. for EYL University. Shout out to all the EYL University members. Uh, most jobs that are, you know, doing distance communication is using Zoom. Most um, distance learning is using Zoom. So a lot of people are getting familiar with Zoom. Like you said, it went from 10 million users to 200 million users. A lot of people is downloading the app, using it overnight, getting familiar with it, but they're not, they just getting to know it, right? Yeah. So, but like all things, they've had some issues, yeah. right? Big so time. can you talk about a few of the issues? Yeah, so the the major thing, like you said, a lot of business pe uh, corporations have been using it, but when it came into the education space, security became a real situation. Uh, we had kids uh, going into conferences, what they're calling it, Zoom bombing, going into them, not being invited, cursing, doing all types of profanity, so it became a security issue from an education standpoint. But on a business standpoint, a lot of people's information was being shared. Um, so that became a big thing. Companies like uh, Facebook and LinkedIn were getting information uh, based on people subscribing and people putting up their their ID for their chats. So it became a real security issue. And recently, New York City decided, listen, we're banning Zoom. We, we can't use it now for our schools. We have to find alternatives for these reasons. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's something that all technology companies have for privy to so it's like Facebook just the next one up yeah Facebook has um, paid billions of dollars for sharing user information mm -hmm. Google has been proven that they've um, shared user information so this is the world that we live in and um, zoom has vowed to take steps to correct this measure yeah so now their thing is like rather than making upgrades because there's some things that they could do to improve now that they have such a large platform of people that are using it They've making a vow to listen. The next sixty to ninety days, our only thing that we're working on is security. So it's a great platform. Um, they just want to get the bugs out. So there was like an update that happened a few weeks ago. They're going to keep updating to make sure that the security measures are met, so that we don't have instances like this. But if you are familiar with Zoom, and I, it's, it's tough because I've been trying to explain this to a lot of people, it was like you can have your own security measures, right? When you have a conference. Don't share the, the, the ID. Or, or you, the can have, you can have a password also. Yeah, you can put password, protect the, the ID. Or when somebody comes into the room, you can put, they must ask permission before entering. You make sure that everyone's mic is muted before they enter. You make sure no screens are on before they enter. So these all these things that people who are commenting Zoom could have done or know to do, the new users, they're not familiar so with. So for like people that are Zoom bombing, what's Zoom bombing? Talk about So that. Zoom bombing, and I'll, I'll give you a, a perfect example, is like if we had a video conference, right? We're doing an EYL University uh, webinar and somebody shared like that we didn't have part of the, the group shared that link they come in and they just go off like their mic's not muted so they might start saying all types of profanity they might have like crazy things up on their screen if their their video conference uh, button is on and now that could destroy a whole webinar right so people that was happening in schools and it was happening in corporations like people were having corporate meetings and out of nowhere like there would be like somebody just boom, just start cursing in the middle of like multi-million dollar meetings, which is crazy. But that's what you do when you have security labs. So, all right, so for people that are in business, because this is a business podcast, and they're setting up their Zoom, uh, what tips can, how do they stop that from happening? Like we said, so there are precursors once you set up your accounts. When you set up your account, there's all types of things you can do when doing like a webinar or you're doing a video conference. When you go to the settings, you can check uh, everyone's mic muted when entering. Everyone's video uh, capabilities muted uh, while entering. That way, when somebody comes in the room, you'll know, like, wait, who is this person? And especially if education, you could just check off attendance. Like, all right, I know that name. If that name's not familiar, you don't let them in the room. Like you said earlier, you can also put a password when entering. So, like, that password is only given to members who are invited to the room. So that password gets entered. You see it come up. You can invite them to talk. It's, those are easy steps that people can do. I just don't think that people know that those those uh 
barriers exist. And Zoom is so you create the Zoom link and then you send it. You, you send it to anybody that you want to have in the Zoom. Exactly. Room, right? Exactly. Zoom is free, right? That's true. Up to a hundred users. Hundred users, yeah. So anything over a hundred users, like some some conference rooms have a thousand, right? Then you're gonna have to pay more. How much do you pay? Uh, their plans vary. I know there's one that's one ninety nine. There's a three ninety nine plan, and then it goes up from there depending Thank on how many people you want. A month. Yeah, per month. Right. Which in the business world is a small expense if you have to use Zoom on a daily and you're having huge numbers of people in your conference, it makes sense. What school districts have to do now is like figure out like where we go next because that was an expense that kept everybody together. Now what do we use? Okay. And um, Zoom stock. So on the financial side, how people can benefit from it is that obviously you can buy stock. So like I said, the stock went up 164% in a few months, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Then it dropped. After all of the security stuff came out, it dropped to now it's at one hundred twenty-four dollars. So, still double what it was in December. Right. Literally, it's on double from sixty-two to one hundred twenty-four. Um, are we bullish on the stock or bearish on the stock? Who you're asking if we are? Yeah, I'm asking your opinion. Um, I like the stock. Like I said, I think the platform is good. They have some security issues. Um, I'm sure there'll be competitors that are trying to compete, but that's what everyone's using, right? You got two hundred million people at your doorstep right now. I think it's a great stock. I don't think that social distance, distancing is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so I think it stays around. I'm bullish on I'm bullish on Zoom. I don't know if right now is the best time to buy Zoom stock, but I think over the long haul, Zoom is here to stay. They've had security issues, but everybody's had security issues. Right. I Facebook, mean, Facebook has more security issues than anybody, and everybody still uses Instagram. A lot of people don't even know that Facebook owns Instagram, which fact. is mind-boggling. <laughs> That's a fact. Like, there's people on Instagram that say, um, I don't trust Facebook. I'll never open a Facebook account. <laughs> and you have Instagram. And I'm like, did you realize that Facebook owns Instagram? Facebook's so whack. Yo, everybody on Instagram, same company, guys. But it's actually a very interesting article about how Mark Zuckerberg sab is tr tried to sabotage Instagram because he got jealous. That's a whole different story. Maybe we'll talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I think that long term, Zoom has a lot more um, improvement to make. But mm -hmm. I think it's here to stay. Um, like I said, I was using Zoom before social distancing. And as you said, I don't think social distancing is going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But there's a few other apps like that have come to prominence during this time of social distancing. Crazy. And you know, it really highlights uh, a new way of living. Like if you think about it, cause it's like, I always tell people, I was telling Jamal this the other day, 60 days, they say 60 days of doing anything makes a habit. So it's like, at first, when this whole social distancing came about, everybody's like, nah, da da da. And then after a few weeks, everybody gets used to it. And then after two months, this has become normal. Mm -hmm. So now you see virtual happy hours. You see virtual birthday parties. Yep, let's have one. Um, you know, Instagram lives is going through the roof right now. You Crazy. See quarantine radio with Tory Lanez. Quarantine, quarantine. You see Swissin' in um, yeah, Timberland versus with the versus battles. D-Nice, man. D-Nice. Um, so now everybody, so now everybody's settling in. I say that to say another app that's changing the world right now, House Party. House party's crazy too. House party's huge. I just found out about house party. I wasn't really even aware of the situation yeah, until house party's dope. somebody told me about it and they like download the app and then once they told me about it, a lot of people started talking about it. Yeah. You want to talk about house party? Yeah, so house party's dope. It's one of those interactive situations where you have video conferencing but you can have multiple people in. A lot of people were using it at first as a way to do online gaming, right? So like if we're playing a game, we can, like Heads Up was a popular game on that so I can do it virtually. Um, but now it's turned into that virtual happy, happy hour spot where people can talk to each other and have own separate conversations within the app, man. So House Party is one of those joints that if you're not up on, definitely get up on that. I would advise anybody in business. But I said before, Dana Chanel actually said this on, during her interview. If a business doesn't have a home, it's homeless. Yeah. She was talking about apps. Um, she's like, every business has to have an app. So I say that to say, I encourage all entrepreneurs, all business people, anybody that's interested in business. If you're not online, you don't have a business. That's my philosophy. But taking it a step even further, if you don't have a way to be engaged and interactive with customers, clients, people, other employees, virtually, because we already knew this was coming. This is, this is the thing about yeah. life. Sometimes things get accelerated. We already knew that that the world was headed towards a virtual reality. Yeah, we like, spoke about it a lot. Even when we talk about brick and mortar, like we said, yo, listen, if you don't have an online presence, you ain't gonna survive. Yeah, you can't fight it. You just gotta go with it, right? So we, we're we seeing, if you if you can't understand like this play, like a lot of times people get amused by what's going on. They can't actually see what's in front of their face. So it's like 400,000 people tuning in to Tory Lanez with quarantine radio. And it's like, it's entertaining. 
But if you don't see the bigger play behind that, then you're missing it. Mm-hmm. The bigger play is that this is a new way. This is a new way. Like, yeah. I mean, as far as like virtually the days of physical interaction, as far as like seminars, workshops, yeah. a lot of these things might not really fully ever recover. Anytime that we have to interact with people in large groups, it's going to be tough. Like the, the trust of a society won't be there. So large events, they can't exist in the same way that they used to. Tory Lanez is ill though, because like he did, the, he set the record on Instagram Live for most people, and then the other day he went to TikTok, and he had the most live on there yeah. too. He's moving crazy right I now. I mean, he's he's doing the right thing, yeah. and like even for us, like you know, like I was saying a couple of days ago, I'm like we need to have a um a virtual um networking event for our EYL that's real happening. estate group. So that's yep. gonna happen, yeah. and it's like okay, because I'm seeing I'm seeing online where it's like these virtual meetups, and it's like 60 people online, and I'm like okay. Well, we should have a virtual meetup, meet and greet for our, our, our Facebook group that we just started, yeah. private Facebook group for real estate. Get about 60, 70 people in there, have them introduce themselves and just have a conversation. It sounds crazy until it it's happens. Pr- yeah, it's dope though. And this is the world that we live in. And yeah. so I'm saying that pay attention to what's going on because it's changing very yeah. quickly. And you see apps like this, TikTok. Definitely. Is another one. Another Definitely. one with uh, major security issues. <laughs> TikTok is a Chinese company, and um, it actually they actually had a, a whole thing about it on Capitol Hill where they um, are obligated by the Chinese government to give the users information to Beijing, yeah. and that includes um, browsing history, messaging, um, photos, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that we know about. And it's so serious that five government agencies banned their employees from using TikTok, yep. and the Pentagon went so far as to tell their employees that their children should so, not be using TikTok. Yeah, that's that, and that's crazy. So like most of the world is thinking like, yo, how can I cre- recreate that? I'm a savage challenge or any of these challenges. And it's like, nah, there's a bigger play here. Like y'all gotta see that. Yeah, they, they doing these things with these makeup brushes. Oh, the Don't Rush Challenge. Yeah, and um, <laughs> That's fire though, I like that one. No, it's, 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 it's entertaining. <laughs> it is, it is. But I mean, just understand what you're doing, yeah, right? Like you're it. doing these shimmy dances and they're they're taking all your information. I mean, I don't know what to call it. Like I'm I'm from a, I'm from a different era. We didn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I respect what's going on, but I'm just from a different I'm I'm cut from a nah, different man, cloth, I, man. I I think people are just trying to find ways to entertain themselves or find entertainment and, you know. But you know what though? We said this before too. The vast majority of this of people unfortunately will come out of this thing worse than they left. Mm-hmm. Than they came when they in. went into it. A select few will come out Tremendously better. We've been saying this for the past financially. Yeah, we said it's about the drought. It's a lot of opportunity, and the vast majority will not be able to see it because they will be caught up in entertainment and survival, and a select few will make a killing. Yeah, we said that. We we actually had this conversation, and we said like right now it's survival mode, but for some people it's thrival mode. We're trying to figure out like yo how we how we gonna survive the drought. Like, we're going to survive the drought and do well. So, like, that's the mindset it's got to be. Like, yo, there's an opportunity in here. Like, I told people this ain't ideal time anymore. This is idea time. So, like, we got to stop thinking, like, yo, we have so much time on our hands. Nah, it's time to start creating ideas in your head. And, like, listen, we can thrive here. This this is an area where we can thrive. And as you can see, social media, video conferencing, there's some space. So, like, Zoom has some issues. I'm sure there's somebody right now that's trying to say, you know what? We can make a better platform than what they have. And now's a good time, too, to reach out to, so like even with us with the podcast, and I got this idea yesterday, it's like now, because at first I'm like, there's a couple big name people that I wanted to reach out to to get on the podcast, and I'm like, well, now we got to wait because it's slow motion. But then I'm like, actually, this might be a beneficial thing because now everybody's home, so they can't have the excuse that they like yeah. are out of town or they flying on it's a slow private jet. So maybe this is a good time to actually reach out to those people. And what I'm seeing online with a lot of... um creatives and people in business that's a lot of collaboration a lot mm-hmm. of instagram lives we're actually doing something with jay morrison saturday yeah. um shout out to him and we're doing a live with him um tomorrow at 8 p.m eastern time if you're listening to this you and it comes out on tuesday so <laughs> i say that to say it's a lot of collaboration definitely that's going on and um that is something that is extremely valuable as well because it's like okay everybody's home people are consuming content at unprecedented rates especially on social media mm-hmm. so now you have a platform where you have millions of eyeballs that nobody's at work, nobody's at school, nobody's at church, and everybody's at home. So 
Are you going to make the most of the opportunity? Especially, I'm talking to content creators right now. Are you going to make the most of the opportunity? Yeah. Or are you going to squander the moment? Yeah, you got to make sure it's valuable too because now you got to remember that for those same reasons that everybody's watching, why are they going to watch you? So you got to make sure that the, the, the content is valuable and that it's worth watching. It's not just some frivolous thing that you're putting out because you are competing with people who never went on IG Live are now there in that Everybody's space. Everybody's on IG I, Live I, now. I saw Rihanna on IG Live yesterday. Shout out to Benny um, Pugh. Benny um, Big Ben. He, uh, we spoke a few days ago, former president of Rock Nation, and he told me he was like, "All the, everybody's doing what they should have been doing a year exactly, ago, two years ago. Exactly. Now everybody want to get on Instagram Live and build their social media. <laughs> now everybody realize how valuable social media was. That you should have been on Instagram Live. Yeah. Should have been doing these um, YouTubes. I should have been doing all this stuff. And even a lot of Instagram, like, this is a perfect time to create your own situation. Like Tory Lanez, and they shut him down. And it's like, okay, now now we once again, Dana Chanel, she was speaking about how much power one app has. Exactly. You see that this whole TikTok and Instagram lives is getting moved by hip-hop artists. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop artists are moving these. TikTok is the biggest downloaded, number one downloaded app of 2019. There's more teenagers on TikTok than it are on Facebook. Fact. 100% moved by hip-hop dances and hip-hop culture. Yeah, just the culture itself. So if that doesn't show you the power in, you know what I'm saying, what these artists are actually doing, if they don't fully understand that, it's like, why not create your own create app? Create your own, like. I would love to see Swiss Beats and Timbaland. I don't know why they didn't do it on their own platform. I, so that's the thing, and I think maybe that's the play. So like Versus, they keep using that hashtag, and in my mind, I'm like, there must be a bigger platform. I think they're building out Versus, and when we come back um, to a place where we can actually move around, like I think Versus becomes a platform for just that. Right now they have to use Instagram and then they gotta play by Instagram rules. So like I'm watching every battle because just as a fan of the culture, I'm super into it, right? But then like every hour they get cut off, we gotta come back in. Somebody's Wi-Fi is bad, we gotta cut back in. It's like, it's they playing by Instagram rules. <sighs> Shout out to Swiss Beats, man. We gotta get him on <laughs> the podcast. Timbo, and Timbo, and Timbo, don't leave Timbo out. Timbo the king. All right, we gotta, we gotta go to this before we run out of time. Distance learning. Yeah. Something that's near and dear to your heart. <laughs> and also this this all relates to, to video conferencing. Yeah. Distance learning is something that is crazy because this is something that nobody ever thought would happen. Nobody ever thought that school would be completely shut down. Like if anything, that's like a safe haven where it's like if all else fails, we got school. You go to school, right? Yeah. And it's like now this is like New York City just announced that school's gonna be done for the rest of the academic year. Yeah. Come back in September. Me personally. Maybe. Me personally, I don't think it's going to start until 2021, possibly 2022. People think I'm crazy with the 2022. <laughs> but this that. is, why, this, this that, is my theory with 2022 because they're saying, okay, social distancing, the only, re the only reason why this, this thing is starting to go down, the corona, is that people have been inheriting the social distance. There's no cure for it. It's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then they said that it's going to start to become seasonal. So it'll probably die down in the summer and it'll come back up in the winter. So it's like, all right, there's no cure for it, right? The only way that you can really maintain it is to have social distancing. So until there's a cure, if we break social distancing, it's going to flare back up again. Yeah. I, so I, I think what they're saying now is like it, the faster they can get tests that will determine if somebody has it or not, if they can multiply that in a mass way, then they can start having people open up some things. So, so hopefully. They said a, a vaccine. 12 to 18 months yeah, out. We're 18 months away from that. So if it's, if the vaccine is 18 months away, that's the end of 2021, beginning yeah. of 2022. But that's why the testing becomes even more important. So like if I could, if I know, like we saw in China, right, they have these thermal scanners, like when you walk in a building, like, wait, his temperature is too high. Sir, we can't allow you in the building. Or sir, we can't allow you on the bus. Like if they can get testing at that rate, then you can slowly, and I don't think it'll be full blown like everybody's back outside, but you can slowly let some people outside. Yeah, and um, well, there's another issue because a lot of people are asymptomatic. Right. So they don't even test, they don't have a temperature, but they're carriers. That's true. It's like Ghostbusters, like you're fighting a, a, a situation that you can't see, you can't determine who has it. So I say that to say social distancing and, and distance learning might be here to stay. Yeah. And especially if it starts to go pretty decent, it's like, what's the point of going back to school? But now there's issues, right? Because it's like from a from a financial standpoint, because yeah. this is a business podcast, a lot of parents pay a lot of money for daycare. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about that. The daycare yeah, industry, the daycare industry is in trouble. Big time. Because those daycares cost a lot of money. 
I think when my son was in daycare, I was paying like a thousand dollars a month. I had, I had, I had. So we had our kids are around the same age, man. We had, and I was with you, man. Fifteen hundred in the summer, they raised the price. So it was fifteen hundred a month for a kid. I'm like, yo, this is this is like college tuition for yeah. a three year old. Yeah, to do to just do nothing. <laughs> Let's not. You always do that. Let's not demean the educators that are in these places. All right. Nah, shout out to them. But I mean, it's just it is what it is. So. <laughs> Now you so now you got daycare, which is a a, a booming business, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a necessary business because parents have to go to work. That's the whole point of having a daycare, right? Parents have to go to work, but now it's like if parents don't go to work anymore, because like school system is one thing. School system is funded. It's a pub. They're public, public school. schools. Yeah, private schools are different, but we'll talk about public schools. That's one thing because they they're not gonna get shut down because they're publicly funded. Mm-hmm. But you got these daycares, which are not publicly funded for the most part, and they're tuition based, so now they don't have any money. So now they're they're gonna need a bailout. So what a lot of them are doing is they're still billing, they're still billing parents. They're not refunding any money, and they're doing distance learning with kids in daycare. So the parents is like, okay, well, why am I paying for video conferences with my three year old <laughs> when I still got to work? Because a lot of people are still working. Just, just think about the concept you just said, right? We're doing a video conference with a three year old. Number one. What three-year-old even knows how to get on a video conference platform? So, like, that, it, it's the parents' job now. Exactly. But now, so now the parents is like, like I said, a lot of people, unfortunately, are out of work. But some, a lot of people still are actually working mm-hmm. from home. So, now you're trying to work from home and you're trying to manage your three-year-old and you still have to pay. Yeah. You're still paying $1,000 a month for your daycare. Cause they didn't they didn't refund you at least if you're paying like the whole year or if you paid a couple months in advance they ha- they haven't refunded you your money, so this is a whole industry that might go under because they there's a com- like Matt said commercial real estate's on the on the clock, these are commercial real estate properties yeah. they're in commercial real estate buildings now their rent might be twelve thousand dollars a month ten thousand dollars a month rent. And they have no income that comes in for five months. Let's say if this, so now that's fifty thousand dollars that they have, yeah. they're backed up on. Yeah, I mean that's a every daycare in America could shut their doors by the time this thing back opens back up. And by the time it opens back up, and there's nowhere to put the kids, then what? Right? It's a big. It's a huge, no, it's, it's it's a, a ripple huge, effect that everybody. Situation. I don't think people understand. It's like so yeah. many different areas that's getting affected by this. Yeah, man, and especially like you said, the, the distance learning piece is, is so key because number one, yeah, you are working, but you are trying to teach your kids. So like, the number one thing, like I had to, like I have two kids, so it was like the best thing I could have ever done was made a schedule, just so we have some structure, right? So like creating a schedule where they come in every morning, they know what they have to do, they have their technology. I can sit down and assist my son who's in kindergarten, and then I can go check on my daughter who's in third grade. Even though my wife is home, she is working like all day, and it's like, yo, I can't, I can't help you right now. So, yeah, it's one thing to have like people not in school, but like, yo, the work never stops; it doesn't stop. And so, like, if you, if I wasn't a parent who was in education, I couldn't even imagine like how am I going to help my kid? That's what, and that's what, that's just one part, right? Like, and I had this conversation earlier. It was like. I'm blessed to have the technology, but there's families who don't have technology. You know what I'm saying? So like distance learning is cool if you have the technology to do it. There are so many families in so many communities that don't have the technology. And then, so then they're just forgotten about, right? So now it, it's not even a situation of like, yo, they're learning or not. This is like a have or have not. We don't even have the socioeconomic resources to even distance learn. So now that's like a forgotten population in a sense. Cause like, how do they learn now? Like people were like, oh, we could print out packets. I'm like, yeah, but then who goes gets the packets and who turns them in and how do they get to the person who's gonna assess it? It's like a whole like domino of things in education. It's just like, like this is real. Yeah, and then also it's like a lot of kids in school is more than just learning. Mm-hmm. Learning is not even, not even nothing when it comes to it. It's like when I was watching Lupe Fiasco a few years ago and he was like he was um he he was speaking uh, to a school in Chicago. And, um, you know, he was talking to the principal and, you know, he was saying the principal told him that, you know, the majority of the kids only come to school to eat. Mm -hmm. 
That's another. That's just the reality of it. It's like it's like a lot a lot of kids go to school to eat. Yeah, and so the public schools in in this area in New York, the epicenter pretty much of the world at this point, they still have the schools are still open for just that. So like they do provide meals, but then but uh, again you have to go out. But the problem isn't like people where it's not from New York. It may you know most everywhere else in the country you go to school on a school bus. If you if you're in New York City, you go you, you go to school. You go to high school, middle school, elementary elementary school. school on a subway. Or the bus, or, or the bus, subway, or the bus. Yeah. A lot of kids take the subway, so that's now that's a really that's a different so, experience. So now you 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 going into social distancing. You got a hundred people packed in a subway car because essential workers are still going to work. So as far as just from a health standpoint, you're literally sacrificing your life to eat. Yeah. Great. That's a reality. Yeah, because and that's another thing. Like people got to understand the dynamics of how New York City is. It's like. You don't just go to school down the street from your house. Like some kids have to get on two trains just to get to school. You know what I'm saying? That might be on another side of the county that you're in. So like that's a whole nother thing, right? And as soon as people go back, whatever, you you are victim to anything that happens in these environments. So like I've seen things. Like I, I remember taking buses like to, to basketball games on the train and it was just like, yo, whatever happens on that bus, I'm responsible for it. And, I have 15 kids with me. Like people don't think about those factors. Like so, if something happens on that bus, somebody gets shot, stabbed, there's a fight. We're all a part of it now. And like those are factors that like we didn't have to like have to worry about going to school, but these kids do. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot, man. It's a lot to unpack there with the distance learning. But um, I think that from a business standpoint, it's gonna it's gonna have ripple effects because oh, it's like the time. longer you keep kids out of school, yeah. Now parents can't effectively work. Yeah. So now there's no really hope of them getting back into the workforce. The average person can't, you know, doesn't have a job where they can just take months off at a time. So let's say that hypothetically the job opens back up and they can they can go to work, but their kid but is home. Yeah. What do you do? You either leave your kid by itself. Or you're not working. Or you're not working. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, and, and another part of this is, I, and my prediction is there's going to be education reform. Right, because like what is happening throughout the so the SAT gets canceled, then the ACT gets canceled, all these standardized tests that people realize like, yo, we don't even need that to graduate anymore. Like that changes it from a business standpoint. Like these companies are paying millions and billions of dollars to have their tests given to states. Now it's like, wait, we didn't really need that. So that changes, I think, going forward. And, and as far as distance learning, another part of it is how much of it is are we really assessing? It's like if we're not going to be able to check the work. How, how, what is the level of work we should be given, and then who's creating the rigor, like how difficult the work is. I think education reform is the next wave that comes out, out, out of this. Well, we'll see. All my teachers stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay strong and stay encouraged. Oh, real, real quick, this, so the platform, we, we didn't talk about the platforms that teachers can use. So Skype is a platform that New York City is looking into, also Google Classroom, and there is Google Hangout. So Google Hangout is very similar to like Zoom, but it's inside of the Google platform. So there's not those same type of security measures. So those are platforms that educators are using right now. We personally use in my district, Google Classroom, and uh, it works pretty well. There you have it. So in the, in the next segment, we're gonna talk about the unemployment, um, not just the unemployment, you know, bad news, but we're gonna talk about different things that people have available to them and mm-hmm. different options if you um, do lose your job or if you're in, uh, lose your job in the future. Financially, it's a whole different um, ball game that you have to think about. So we're going to go into that next. All right. So in this topic, we're going to talk about something that's extremely, extremely serious. Everything we talking about is serious. It's serious times right yeah, now. Man. But um, this is this is uh, an economic tidal wave. Like it's one thing. The health issue is crazy. But the financial issue might even be more dangerous mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. going to that's gonna hurt people that's not affected by it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you think about it, it's like, they say, okay, let's say the vast majority of the population doesn't have this virus yet, but a large portion could be financially crippled yeah, by it. Yeah, like absolutely. 1% of the population, if they have it, could affect 40% of the population. So the unemployment numbers right now is crazy, through the roof. 17 million um, unemployed in three weeks. within the last three weeks, which is 11%. Unemployment's up to 11% right now. They said that the real unemployment is probably in the teens. But... Um, the St. Louis Fed uh, just released uh, a report a few days ago where they said their projections um, that unemployment can get up to 47 million people unemployed. Um, 67 million people are currently at risk 
of losing their job, like they're in an industry that's at high risk of losing their job. And if the sort of the 47 million number is actually reached, that equals 32% unemployment. That's, never, that's un- historic. Never happened. Just history. to kind of put things in perspective, the Great Depression unemployment was around 23%. Yeah. So we look worst case in there. Hopefully it doesn't come for a to long that. duration, right? Like two or three years. Yeah. yeah. But worst case, and, and the thing with this is that it just happened so quick within a couple of weeks. That's crazy. So worst case scenario, 32% of the population will be unemployed. So with that, it's a lot of things that come into play when you lose your job, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple of different things that if somebody has lost their job, somebody knows somebody that has lost their job, somebody's spouse has lost their job, somebody that might lose their job in the future. Mm-hmm. These are all important things because it's like you never think you can lose your job until it happens. Right. Nobody prepared for this. Right. Well, so, no, nobody was aware that this was going to happen. Some people have prepared, but nobody expects like, yo, I'm working in March 10th and March 17th, I no longer have a job. Yeah. So the first thing we're talking about is retirement benefits. Uh, we talked about this before, retirement plans. Um, but so the government, the CARES Act, mm-hmm. that is the stimulus package. Um, they uh, they changed the laws for retirement plans for this year. A couple of things that people should be aware of. So if you have a 401k plan or a similar type of retirement plan, you are now able to take money out. If you're no longer working, you can take money out um, without a 10% penalty tax for this year. That's important to so, know. Previously, it was a 10% penalty. Like if you took money out before 59 and a half, you pay a 10% penalty. State, federal tax, and a 10% penalty tax if you take it out prematurely. This year, you can take money out prematurely if you can prove you were affected by coronavirus. Which is the majority of people. Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard that's, to prove. That's crazy. Like think about that. Like that penalty, you're talking almost 40% you're paying. That's yeah. almost like a 40, like so if you count state tax, right? We live in New York State. You count the federal plus the 10%. You're almost talking 40% of the money that you're trying to take is being taken out, taken yeah, away. Probably more than that, depending on your tax bracket. But uh, so, yeah, so that's 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 done for this year. Um, there's a thing called a 60-day rule where if you take money out of a retirement, like let's say you take money out of an IRA, um, usually you have 60 days to put it back in before you get taxed. That's been stretched double, so it's 120 days this year. Um, without paying a penalty. Mm-hmm. They've also allowed the um, amount of loans from your 401k to go up. So, you know, previously it was $50,000 was the max. Now it's $100,000. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's changed this year as well. RMDs, required minimum distribution. That's like when you reach 70 and a half, you have to start taking money from a retirement account. That's waived for this year. Um, inherited IRAs, like so if you have a parent that's passed away and you inherited their 401k. Um, you have to take RMD. Like, you have to take some money out every year. But that's been waived for this year. So the reason why they, they made all these provisions for retirement accounts is that they know that, you know, middle class, working class, average American, the majority of the money that they have saved is in a retirement account. Yeah, I think there's a statistic, right? 66% of Americans don't have $1,000 in their savings. So the first place that we're going to look for money is retirement accounts. Yeah, so, but the problem with taking money from your retirement account, obviously you deplete your retirement, mm-hmm. but also you pay a bunch of taxes. So that's why they tried to make some provisions for this year. So if people, you know, have no other option and they have to take money, then that's an option that, you know, is available to them. But, so that's important for people to understand is that those options have changed and different provisions have changed this year mm-hmm. for um, the unprecedented situation that we're in. And um, a lot of times, like when you're, when you're, you're leaving a job is a lot to think about. So a lot of times it's like you don't really make the best financial decisions, but options that you have available to you can roll into an IRA. We spoke about that before in the podcast where you can actually roll money from a 401k or a pension plan into an IRA, right? So Mm -hmm. that's important to understand the benefits of that. Um, With the IRA, you usually have more flexibility. You have um, greater diversification. You can work with an advisor. You can kind of pick and choose the investments as opposed to the ones that's just chosen for you in the 401k. So that's important. Um, And then also for union jobs. So a lot of union jobs haven't been affected yet. But we're we're in unprecedented times. Never know. So nothing is really secure. Like, I mean, usually we say, okay, teachers, firefighters, cops, can't get fired because their union is too strong. It's like those kind of jobs is, but how long can we go without, you know what I'm saying? It's like, everything's going to be on the table soon. Yeah. So, you know, with union jobs or if you retired or, you know, you have a pension plan, that's important to take into consideration as well. Cause a lot of times people don't fully understand how pensions work and the different options that you, um, you know, 
you can do when you when you leave a job with the pension, like you can roll it over or you can start taking a lifetime income or the spousal income. So understanding your retirement account is extremely, extremely important when you leave a job because now that is transitioned from the job having control over it to you can actually take control over it. And like I said, especially now, like we talked about with the self-directed IRA previously and like that's an option for people or if they want to move into a traditional IRA or if they have a Roth IRA or if they have an inherited IRA if somebody passed away, right? And it's like now more than ever, you need to be financially educated, financially literate because these things are extremely important. We actually just did a class on EYL, yeah, just EYL University about this like for an hour and a half yeah, about retirement I planning. Mean, but it, that, that class in itself, man, like, and I, we've spoken about this before, but like, that class was like super informative because I learned some things. I'm like, oh, okay. Because like you said, being in education, being in a, in a union is like, all right, we're strong now. But like, yo, what happens in September when they're like, listen, we're cutting salaries in half or nobody's getting a salary. You know what I'm saying? It becomes a real situation. No, it becomes an issue. And then another thing with retirement plan is like, even if you're at a job or if you, you know, my personal opinion is that if you're young, ride it out because we... The market, the market's already starting to go back up, which is a whole different conversation. <laughs> but a lot of times people panic and they see their 401k goes down and they um, they want to cash their money out. So that's not really probably the best option because now you pay penalties, you pay taxes, and you lose the future growth. Where it's like you can just stay the course or you can change how you're allocated. Like you can go to a money market account. Mm-hmm. If you really don't have the stomach for stock market, you can always go to the money market. People don't understand that. Like they feel like they either have to be fully in invested or they have to take their money out. The money market is kind of like a sideline where it's like a savings account pretty much. It's every 401k, every IRA has a money market, every single one of them. The money market is like a timeout. Like you're still in it. You don't take the money out. You're not paying any penalty, you're not paying any tax. It's still invested, but it's not actually in any investment. Post. It's just the you know money market. So that's an option that people should be aware of if you feel like this market is just too roller coaster for you and you don't feel you feel nervous like i said i would suggest stay in but if you don't that's an option before you just take your money out a lot of people don't understand that you don't have to just take your money out you can just put it in a money market wait for a minute wait for things to come back and then you can come jump back in the market yeah it's going to take some patience man waiting for things to come back in in this climate it's It's already coming back i mean the market if you follow the stock market (laughs) the stock market has been booming and that that is something like we, we've had a conversation I'm not sure or quite understand um, because if you see, right, this tidal wave is coming of people being unemployed, people not having income, people not having funds, how does the market keep going up? Uh, I'm dumbfounded. Well, one of the things why it goes up is that it's um, like in the last recession, we had a thing called quantitative easing where the Fed just pumped money into the, and now this is like that on steroids. So they're pumping trillions, literally trillions of dollars into the economy to prop it up. So it's like on stilts right now, right? Um, that's one reason because it's, it's so much money being pumped into it. And the Fed has said on national television that it will print as much money as, as we they can. Need. They, have, they have the green light from the government to print as much money as possible. So people need to understand like the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is actually not part of the United States government. Right. It's a whole separate entity. That's a whole different conversation. But the Federal Reserve was set up after the Great Depression by the wealthiest elites to make sure that the Great Depression never happens again. And then there's a lot of other stuff, conspiracy theories into it. (laughs) We won't go into it. But so the Federal Reserve's bank is an outside entity that controls the currency. And they really have free range to manipulate the market however they want. So like when you see the Fed's lower interest rates, like at any point in time, the Fed's want to lower interest rates, they can lower them. They want to raise interest rates, they can raise them. They want to stop printing money and slow down. They want to print more money. Yeah. So right now they're, they're just they're just flooding the streets with money right now. But what, so the, and that's the thing, like when you flood the streets with money, what does that do to the value of the dollar and, and how do you stop inflation from happening? It's like a big, so those are like big dominoes, right? Like. When we see that on a scale, it's like, all right, that makes sense. But until you go to the supermarket, now your milk is $10 and you have no money to get it. It's like, all right, we're back to survival mode. Yeah. So that's a delicate situation. So 
most people think at some point, I mean, I personally think at some point the stock market has to come down because especially if jobs aren't opening, businesses aren't making money, people getting laid off. It doesn't really technically make sense that the stock market is going up. Right. It's like, very puzzling. It's puzzling. Like, and we'll take a sector. If we talk looking at like the airline sector, we're looking at these airlines, like they're fluctuating, they're going up, they're going down. I'm thinking like, there's nobody that's flying right now. Like nobody's flying. Like flights are going with two or three people on them. Like this doesn't make sense. And this is just highlights another thing. It reminds me of crypto, the crypto days. When, um, you know, the sad reality of it is that the vast majority of people are just pawns in this game where a few people really move the pieces. Mm -hmm. So you have hedge funds, you have institutional investors, you have big, big, big players, right? And this just shows you that it's no real rhyme or reason a lot of times. It's whatever they want to do. It's it's just, like they're the whales in this. No, it's the reality of it. Yeah. They can move They can move it however they want to move it. If this doesn't show you that, I don't know what else is. Every single company has most of, almost 95% companies have, ne- they will have a negative 2020. Yeah. They've already written off the year. Like, yeah. you know, you write off a quarter. They, they, yeah. they wrote off the year. Everybody's changed their projections for the year no, already. 95% of companies wrote off the year. Like three three the, weeks in. The year's done. Yeah. Three weeks. And like, so like, what does that look like two to three months, right? Because if we're talking about like what the governor, well, the, the mayor said, we're closing schools, which means people can't go back to work. If nobody goes back to work until the summer, you're talking three or four months, three weeks. And that's what it looks like. This is. We we in for some, yeah. some some different type of time. So watch the stock market. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Wall Street Trapper. Shout out to everybody that's educating the people because you can make money in this market. I'm invested in the market. Um, you know, a lot of us are still invested in the market, and I, I'm playing the game. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm playing it, and I'm learning. I'm playing the game, and I understand that I'm not making the rules. I'm not trying to act like I'm in control of it. Yeah, but. Hey, there's money to be made. We're going to try to make it. It's legal. It's not like you're doing anything unethical. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to do it, so why not? Uh, All right. Well, so, okay. So, staying on on track with unemployment. Yeah. um, Another big issue for people is um, healthcare, especially now more than ever. What? coronavirus is like, you know, your health, health is the number one issue. So health care is a big situation because obviously when you lose your job, now you have to make decisions about your health insurance. Mm-hmm. So there's a thing called COBRA. Right. You want to talk about COBRA? Yeah. So COBRA is a continuation of your health insurance for anybody that loses their job. And it depends on your employer, but it usually after you lose your job and you lose uh, your, your health benefits, you can apply. You have 60 days to apply for COBRA, which will continue your health insurance. The biggest difference is that you have to pay the premium. So whereas if you worked in education, right, the, the premium won't be as high because it's a union and the, the, the rate's going to be a lot lower. Now with COBRA, you have to pay the, the, the premium up front. One th- interesting thing that I found out was like people that are furloughed. So like people lose their jobs, they can apply for COBRA within 60 days. People are furloughed. Cobra is not a qualifying event, so those those people, you know, hopefully yeah, their employees can continue their health benefits. If they some do, some don't. I think they're in an interesting space. Like, what do those people do? Because a lot of people are being furloughed. Eventually, I'm thinking if this continues, they'll eventually be laid off, and then they will be qualified uh, for Cobra. But it's a, it's a very slippery slope right now, man. But health insurance right now is, I mean. What would we do with that without that right now? Especially when we're in a health crisis. Imagine that you don't have health insurance, and now you're in a health crisis, yeah. and you don't have a job to pay the premium. Yeah. So Cobra, yeah, Cobra is for people that, like you said, got laid off. And um, the thing with Cobra is that you get to keep your same plan that same you plan. had, yep. but the premiums go up substantially. They could go up substantially because now your employer is no longer paying that portion yeah. of it. A lot and, of times, the employer has government assistance put inside the plan. So they pay some of it, the government pays some. Now it's all on you. Yeah, and then also you're no longer part of that group. So everything is always lower with a group. That's why it's called group insurance as opposed to individual insurance. Mm-hmm. So now if you're in COBRA, you're on the outside. So if you were paying, let's say, 250 a month for your health insurance at your job, now at COBRA, you could be paying $700 a month, $600 a month, because now you know it's no longer being subsidized. It's the same plan, but now you have to pay. Right. So now, 
obviously that's an issue because you're not working. So you're getting paid less money, but you have a higher expense on the Cobra. Yeah, which is, which is why in my mind, I, and we saw the federal government, they changed the unemployment rate, right? So, un, well, not the unemployment, the unemployment insurance amount. So that they've added $600 to it, to whatever you were getting, right? Depending on how much you made, there's a percentage. This is actually a calculation that you can determine how much your unemployment insurance check is, but they've added 600 because of these type of expenses, right? If somebody's gonna go on Cobra, they don't have income, we're gonna have to give them more money. And like, if this doesn't, I mean, they, they actually extended it, I think unemployment from 26 weeks now to 39 weeks because they, they're seeing it like, this is gonna last for a while and we have to have people with money. We have to give them some type of income. Yeah, and um, you know, another thing that people have available to them sometimes is um, the ACA, Affordable Health, Affordable Care Act, mm -hmm. that was better known as Obamacare. The Obamacare Act. Um, and uh, Medicaid. So, you know, interesting thing about Medicaid is that, you know, each Medicaid, Medicaid system is really screwed up because there's really no set thing for it. It depends on your income. Mm -hmm. Each state is different. You can, like, apply on the state website. But they said that an estimated 6 million adults that actually qualify for Medicaid um, are not enrolled. So that's another option as well because with Medicaid, it's like you don't really pay for anything. It's, like, pretty much free in a mm -hmm. sense. Um, so a lot of times, you know, it, it doesn't really have the best stigma attached to it. Medicaid right. is like, you know, people think they're not getting the best health professionals to be doing the job. Well, guess what? You're not getting the best health professionals anyway. Right. Unless right. you're rich. That's the reality of it. <laughs> so yeah, it's free. It's um, so I, that might be something that a lot of people should look into as well. Like I yeah. said, I was researching and they said that 6 million people that actually qualify for Medicaid are not enrolled in Medicaid. Just lack of awareness. Lack of awareness and yeah, lack of awareness. And, yeah, much. I, I would th I would say lack of awareness more than stigma. I, I don't even think people know that. You don't think people have the stigma with Medicaid? No, no, I don't think people know that they qualify for it because there's a stigma attached to it. They think Medicaid is just strictly for you know poverty, like poverty, ex senior ex citizens. extreme poverty, senior citizens, things yeah. of that nature. They don't, but you can be working class poverty is a real thing. Yeah, and you might That's have right. a full time job and technically. Be in poverty. It's the reality of it. Yeah, that's reality. Middle class poverty happens all yeah, the time. We had that argument, right? We were doing working class, middle class, rich, poor. We had like this whole debate about that, but that's a fact. Yeah, there's no middle class. Yeah, either rich or poor. That's we're gonna fall in between one of those. Yeah, because yeah. realistically, it's like Ian saying, if you don't have sixty months saved, you're screwed. And it's like, okay, that sounds crazy, but that's what that's. When we when he said it, we were like, yo, that's crazy. That's wealthy because yeah. it's like, okay, now this is exposing like what we've been saying forever that no matter how much money you make, a lot of people are one paycheck away from a financial crisis. Yeah, if you're one paycheck away from a financial crisis, you're, you're poor. You're yeah. in poverty. You have no reserves. That's one of the things, like, and, and, and shout out to Ian and shout out to Matt, but we've been stressing that, like, you got to have reserves. Like, I told you, when you told me at 26, like, yo, you need to have six to 12 months to live off of. And I was like, yo, all right, that's a standard. And then when he said 60, I was like, oh, I'm in the wrong boat. I got to readjust what I was thinking because he's right. Like, this is a financial crisis. This is a health crisis and a financial crisis at the same time. So, like, that's five years. Yeah. Really? <laughs> How long um, can people survive? Yeah. So, and then it's like, um, with the the Obamacare, the ACA, uh, that's open enrollment once a year. And the, and the issues that they're having is that they haven't changed it. Like you would think that they would make some provisions for like enrollment and different things because it was going on, but for the most part, they really haven't. So a lot of people are mad about that and, and the administration. And it's kind of a lot of it's a it's a lot of lag time on everything. Yeah, well, I mean, at first they wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. So now it's like. Why even go re revisit it when they try to get rid of it in the first place? So healthcare is something that you know people should be aware of. Another thing that people should be aware of is the, um, their insurance. And we talked about this before as well, especially yeah. you know talking about life insurance, right? Specifically, we're talking about life insurance. A lot of times, people think they're they're, they're good, quote unquote. I'm good because they have insurance. <laughs> uh, you know, you have it all the time. I'm good. You have insurance at your job, but no, you're really not because it's like what happens is that this is a perfect example. If you lose your job, a few things happen. It's one, you can keep your insurance. That doesn't really happen for the most part, but you can keep your insurance in the same. Majority of the time, what happens is that you no longer have your insurance or 
just like the health insurance. You can keep your insurance, but the premiums go up. One thing about you know life insurance at a job is that the premiums are extremely low because it's, once again, it's covering a group, right? So you might have like a $100,000 policy for like $10 a month, like $5 a month, something like that. It's like next to nothing. I was going to say the 100000 sounds like it. Most of the ones I've seen, 50000 20000 Well, sometimes they let you get like double your income. It depends on how much money you make. So it's all relative. Okay. But I say that to say um, it's good to have because it's a, it's a low risk as far as like it doesn't really cost you anything. Sometimes it's even free. But the problem with having life insurance, that as your only source of life insurance is that this right now. So a lot of times when you leave your job, you can't, it's not transferable. You can't take it with you. Mm. So now if mm. you were depending on that, if you got three kids at home, not only are you in the midst of a financial crisis because you don't, you don't have any money coming in, but God forbid you die, yeah. which is a high likelihood at this point because of Corona and everything else going on. Yeah, it's the like, death rate is extremely high. So now you can die. Wow. And, you leave your family nothing. Wow. So this is a dull domino effect, and it's, it's, it's much deeper than most people think about. Wow. But once again, I mean... I'm hey, just thinking about the premiums, as you said it just now. Like, I hadn't even thought of that. Imagine you lose the life insurance, and you do have to pay the premium. Like, let's take the life insurance, now take the health insurance premium, I mean, the, the COBRA premium. Like, you, something you're going to have to give up. Something. You're going to have to say, look, I can't pay one of these. Yeah. And it's a learning experience. And once again... Not to play the role of like I told you so, but this is things that we've we've spoken about on the podcast for months, and hopefully people take heed to it, right? Because yeah. it's like it's unfortunate, but most time people don't really learn until something happens, and this is like a perfect example of why you should budget, take why you should live, why you learn. should live below your means, why you should save for a rainy day, why you should have outside of insurance. These are all things that a lot of people don't do, but now you see why it's important. And um, at one point, hopefully in the near future, but at some point we will we will get back to to living. We don't know how that's going to look, but we'll get back to living, and people will get back to working. And it's important for people to not forget this. So even if you're not in a position to do this now, when you are in a position, don't forget this. Don't forget to have your emergency fund. Don't forget to have your retirement account in order. Don't forget yeah. to. Have your insurance. Don't forget all of these different things. Your credit. There's another thing we talking about. Credit. It's right. not some, something to fall back on. As Cash spoke about that on the live. It's like if you have great credit, you lose your job. You can still you can live off of credit for a That's certain a amount of time. And a lot of it's, people are not even thinking like it's that. not the best option, but it's an option. Yeah, it's better than you know having nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's Just, a fact. Yeah, so. That's one of the first things you did. He was like, yo, I'm about to try to increase my credit limit. Because, like, yo, in the event that I need to have it, I, I want to have it. Yeah. I was like, all right. I'm, that's the first I'm, thing. I'm on, I, that, I'm, on that, I'm on that time, too. Let's nah, go the, do it. The first thing, when this thing really started to get, like, crazy weeks ago, the first thing I did was to call all my credit cards, increase my credit limits, take out balance transfers, 12-month free loan. I didn't even need the money. But Never you, you bunker down. I, I said, I, would, I learned that early on. When it when when the shit hits the fan, you gotta bunker down. <laughs> you gotta bunker down, cut big all fact. your expenses. That's a big not fact. getting no car, not doing nothing right now. Like everything is like stack this cheese. It's, it's on hold right now because now this is the time to educate yourself. This is another thing too. This is the time to educate yourself, plan, but stack as much money as you possibly can. Cause it's gonna, the reality of it is gonna be some opportunities. Me personally, I think real estate's gonna fall. I think the stock market's gonna fall again. So yeah, we can't, we're not going to let OA happen again where there was opportunities and we didn't have the, the income to take advantage this time around. There's definitely going to be opportunities and we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to make sure we have the income to take advantage. I'm putting money in the street. I'm putting a lot of money in the street. I'm putting a lot of money in the street. I, I ain't going to hold you, man. It's going to yeah. be a lot of money made. That stock market is going, yeah. stock market and real estate is going to be prime. It's yeah. going to be and prime. Just, just on an educational standpoint for people who are, having financial issues student loan and we didn't we didn't talk about it but i'll just really quickly student loan if you have federal student loans those have been suspended till september so if you have a federal student loan you don't have to do anything they stop making payments however if you would like to still make payments i know some people are in position with like you know what i still want to give my student loan it's not really crippling me if i pay it uh all the money that you pay up from now until September will go directly to the principal, which is important, right? So you're not paying any interest on the money that you pay from now until mid-September. So if you want to take advantage of that, that's an also a great opportunity to, to tie down some of that student loan because, like you said, credit. Credit 
is important and a lot of people are struggling with their credit because of student loans. So this is a, a good time. If you have the, the, the cash to do it, uh, take advantage of it. Yeah, take advantage of everything right now. Yeah. Apply for it, take advantage of it because uh, it's out there. Yeah, small business loans, all that. Take advantage. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, that was something that I, you know, I felt that was needed. You felt like it was needed. Um, you know, we, we, we're going to get back to story time and some other entertaining stuff later yeah. on. But this, this was a state of the union. Yeah, serious times right now. So we just want to make sure that everybody's informed. Um, and we're going to be doing this periodically. We're going to get back to, like, the regular format of the show. There's really no regular format because we change it so much. But, you know, um, but from time to time, I yeah. think that it's important. We're kind of like a news outlet where we, you know, inform people of what's going on, yeah. how, how they can take advantage and how they can adapt. And I think right now, more than ever, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world that we live in, in our, especially in our community. So it's important that people just are informed first yeah. and foremost. And um, hopefully, you know, um, people can, um, you know, Benefit actually, because there's opportunity. There's always opportunity and tragedy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And um, this is no different. There's opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity out here. So the key is to actually, you know, a stay safe. That's that's first and foremost. But um, also um, learn, yeah. learn, and keep people and, informed, um, and, and stay informed yeah. as well. So yeah. we take great responsibility in that. I told. I mean, we say that all the time, man. Like we want to give information. A lot of people right now, you don't see them that were given information three months ago in their respective areas. Like nowhere to be found. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. We want to make sure that we are right in front of y'all, giving y'all information as we get it. We're reading every day. Trust me, we're researching and reading every day. And we want to provide y'all with the information as we get it. So we're going to stay right in front of the camera, right in front of y'all, taking care of our audience because there's no us without y'all. So we're going to, we're going to make sure that we deliver every time. Yeah, and uh, a lot of those guys are in real estate. Um, some of them, actually, we were cool with. Um <laughs> And the, the the thing about it is, and that's one of the reasons why we started um, our private Facebook real estate group. Yep. Shout out to MG, the mortgage guy. He's been heading that up for us. He's one of the people that stayed active throughout this whole thing, educating people and giving them information because it's like, we feel like we know we've, we've, we've done so much with real estate, probably more episodes than any other topic by that a long easy, shot, easily. Um, that we wanted to just create a community. So, you know, EYL University, um, you know, we have the weekly webinars and we have the workshops and we have a lot of other stuff. It was like, how can we add to EYL university and how we decided to add to it is to have the Facebook group, a real estate, private real estate, Facebook group. And if you're a member of EYL university, you get access to that. Yep. Um, or you could just join the private Facebook group. And, um, uh, I think that it was something that was needed. It was kind of going back and forth and the Facebook group is just it's tremendous, ringing man. Off, it's man. ringing it's and ringing it's, off. um, it just started a few weeks ago and it's, it's, it's on fire yeah. right now. And we got a lot of our alumni in there too. So Matt's running it, but we got a lot of our alumni and we got some Brandon extended, rule, Brandon rules in there. We got extended family in there. Uh, credit, Rashana, credit dude is coming in. Rashana Scott's in there. Yeah. It's, um, so it's, we got, we got some, some family in there and we're in there. And so. we're going to be doing like weekly webinars exclusively for there. Yeah, we, um, we got our book club. We got our movie the club. Book club. And the good thing with that too, is that like, like MG, the mortgage guy, like he gives his cell phone number out in that group. So you have direct access and these are, these are discussion boards where it's like, okay, if somebody's like, I'm buying my first home and I'm trying to get a two or three K loan. Anybody have some suggestions for contractors? And then people are like, oh, you should holler at this person. It was like, it's turned into a real community. So fast uh, too. Nah, very quickly. <laughs> so, um, if you're interested in joining that, you can go to our website, EYLUniversity.com. Yep. And, um, we know that times are hard right now. So we actually have a promo code for our earners, mm-hmm. um, which is a 60% off discount. And that um, is for EYL University, which gives you access to the Facebook group. And it's $149 for the year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's less than $12 a month. Yeah, we got we got 65 archive already uh, webinars up on, on the page. So you're getting a lot of content and you're getting up-to-date stuff. Like Matt's in there every day uh, hitting you up with new information. We're on there doing live webinars. We got a lot of our alumni and special guests coming on doing webinars. So... It's a it's tremendous value. Yeah, and we got our new our new show. We're, we're mastering the art of content. So this is the first show that we're producing live. It's a live show every Monday on YouTube uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time with our guy, the master investor, Ian Dunlap. Market Mondays. And uh, we just finished the, the first one, which is amazing. And um, so every Monday, put it on your calendar. It's a live show. You can ask questions on YouTube, and then it's saved to our YouTube channel after. And um, that's the first show that we're executive EYL. producing under the EYL <laughs> umbrella. Yep. So shout out to Ian 
And as we're going to talk about the stock market, every single Monday we're going to talk about the stock market. Yeah, man, it's going to be dope. Market Mondays with Ian. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. We're encouraged. We, um, you know, you guys stay encouraged. It's important to, you know, keep your spirit up right now. Can't get, you know, mentally down. Got to stay up. Got to stay in the fight. Got to educate yourself now more than ever. So we're going to be producing a whole bunch of content to get you ready when it when it when that lights come back on you can just hit the ground running keep your morale high keep your faith even higher y'all and then um some parting words yeah yeah we just want to say uh rest in peace to uh earl graves the founder of black enterprise um he was a leader um in the entrepreneur world and we always say that a lot of times if you can't uh, see something it's tough to aspire to be it and he made sure we did that for decades so we want to give a a rest in peace to him and and uh, all the black enterprise family i know his son is running the company now, but Earl is a tremendous pillar in our community. So, and he's a 914 resident too. So we lost, we lost a pillar in our community. So rest in peace to Earl Graves Sr. Um, you'll be truly missed. Yes, rest in peace for sure. Um, you guys stay safe. Thank you for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.